Okay, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. Hey, welcome to episode 26. I'm really excited to continue our Bible study in the book of Luke. Last time we looked at Luke chapter 6, verse 12 through 20, and we talked about becoming a disciple. It was another long message, but hopefully it was a blessing. And today we're going to pick back up in verse 20 in Luke chapter 6. And it says, Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time you will laugh. And I just want to pause right there. So just going over the verses we just read, I love how God kind of recognizes that at some point in our lives, we will be poor in something. And he's saying, hey, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Whether it's poor financially, whether it's poor spiritually, whether it's poor relationally, you know, whatever we lack that we feel we don't have enough of, you know, I just believe God is speaking to that and just encouraging us that, hey, when you go through those poor moments, God blesses you for the kingdom of of God is yours. He also said, God blesses you who are hungry now for you will be satisfied. And that could be a physical hunger with food, but I also believe that hunger can represent unfulfilled dreams. Hunger can represent just wanting more, desiring more. And God is saying, hey, those who are hungry, you will be satisfied. You will be fed. You know, stay hungry. It's coming. Be encouraged. And the last one that he encouraged us with is, God blesses you who weep now. For in due time, you will laugh. And so whether it's mourning, sadness, depression, you know, whatever is causing you to weep, just be encouraged that this is God's promise and saying, God blesses you who weep now. For in due time, you will laugh. And so I love this, the poor, the hungry, those who weep. He's speaking to any situation. And I think we can apply that when we face moments of poverty in any area of our lives, moments of hunger, unfulfilled desires, and also moments where we're weeping, just to hear God saying, hey, I am blessed and he will give me the kingdom of God. He will satisfy and feed me and he will turn my weeping into laughter. So I love those verses. Okay, let's keep going in verse 22. It says, what blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the son of man. When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets the same way. All right, we're going to pause again. So here's Jesus saying, hey, you know, when people persecute you for following me, be happy. And so let that be an encouragement to us. You know, following Jesus comes with persecution. And in some countries, the persecution is death. Some people, they can get arrested in countries where Christianity is not allowed. But I currently live in the United States. And for us, believing in Christ, the persecution, I think, that can come with that is 
it's just being uh, labeled, being stereotyped. Um, maybe it can come with gossip being talked about because we are different. And as we follow Christ and become his disciple and allow him to transform us, we do stand out. We do become different. And that can come with persecution. But hey, if you've been persecuted for following Christ, for your values, for your beliefs, if you've been stereotyped, mislabeled, right? Because there are some in the body of Christ who misuse his name and, and don't carry out the love of Jesus, right? Whether it's hypocrisy, whether someone's been hurt in the church, and so they see all Christians that way. Whatever it is that has caused people to look at Christians with disgust or put a distaste in their mouths, I just want to encourage you, you know, we are called to be the salt and the light, and we can't take on the burdens of everyone and, and kind of say, hey, this is what a fallen Christ really looks like. I'm sorry that you had to have a negative experience, but at the same time, Jesus is saying, hey that's not abnormal to be persecuted for Christ people will look at Christianity especially if they don't know the true Jesus or even if they do there will be people who just don't like Christians or those who follow Christ and it will come with some type of persecution but don't be afraid of that be encouraged it's like you know what I'm gonna stand up for my beliefs I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power at work to save my soul and I'm gonna share my faith and keep following Christ the best way I can and if I get persecuted in the process, here's Jesus saying, hey, be happy, rejoice, because a great reward awaits you. And so I just wanted to point that out. I thought that was a good one as well. All right, we're going to finish up with verse 24 through 26. So verse 24 of Luke chapter 6 says, what sorrow awaits you who are rich? For you have your only happiness now. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now? For a time of awful hunger awaits you. What sorrow awaits you who laugh now? For your laughing will turn to mourning and sorrow. What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds? For their ancestors also praised false prophets. And so we're going to end right there. And I love how in these last few verses that Jesus pretty much is turning the, the tables. And at first he was saying, hey, if you're poor, if you're hungry, if you weep, you know, God blesses you, right? And if people hate you because because you follow me God bless you and then here he's saying you know what what sorrow awaits you who are rich for your only happiness is now and so now he's saying okay if you're on the other side okay what am I rich in and if that's the only thing that is giving me happiness is if that's the only thing that I'm identifying with he's saying what sorrow is coming your way because that's the only happiness you're gonna have and so I just want to encourage you you know if we are rich in areas there are people who are poor in the areas that we're rich in and we're called to be generous so if I'm rich in finances I should be generously blessing the poor, right? If I'm rich in my happiness and my joy, then I should generously give out happiness and joy to others and encouragement to others and lift them up. What am I rich in? Am I rich in God's spirit that I should be wanting to be a vessel for him to refresh and replenish others? Because there are those who are poor. And so I believe that when we are rich, God is saying, hey, don't get satisfied in that richness. Because if you do, then that's the only happiness you'll have. What sorrow awaits you? And I don't think it's wrong. I just think it's more of, hey, if I'm rich in something, let me make sure that I align it with the kingdom of God. And how can I be a blessing in this richness? In the same way, he said, what sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now for a time of 
awful hunger awaits you. Again, if I'm fat and prosperous and whatever, finances, food, just ability, dreams, visions. Well, let me share. Let me give. Let me impart that to others. Let me not just sit on it and continue to feed myself and grow myself, but let me grow other people. Let me make other people fat. Let me make other people prosperous. And then the last one, well, there was two others. He said, what sorrow awaits you who laugh now? For your laughing will turn into mourning and sorrow. And of course, God is not opposed to laughing. He gives us joy, right? But I believe he's just warning us when we are laughing, when we are happy, there are those who are weeping. And so let's not just keep our laughter to ourselves. You know, let's be a carrier of his joy. Let's give. And I think that's the biggest takeaway, at least for me, is that, you know what? One, he encouraged us when I'm poor, when I'm hungry, when I'm weeping, he's blessing me. He's saying, hey, it won't last. You're blessed. But on the other side is when I'm rich, when I'm fat, and you know, when I'm laughing, that I need to make sure I don't find myself just resting and being content with that, but that I'm giving out, that I'm pouring into those who are on the other side of that. Because when I'm in that state, I want somebody pouring back into me. And then the last one in verse 26, he said, what sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds for their ancestors also praised false prophets. And I think that goes along with when he said, if you follow me, you're going to be persecuted, but you're blessed. If you're persecuted for following me, a great reward awaits you. And then here he's saying, hey, you know, if you're praised by the crowds, what sorrow awaits you? And so it's like when it comes to the gospel, when it comes to following Jesus, if my goal is only to please people and to be praised by people, then I'm not fully living for Christ. Right. And so wherever God calls us to do as followers of him that lies up with his scripture his love his peace his joy you know anything that shares the love of christ we should step out in faith and not be ashamed of the gospel not be ashamed to say you know what i'm a follower of jesus i don't care if you label me a certain way i don't care if you stereotype me even though even if those stereotypes are wrong i'm not going to angrily defend myself however people choose to look at me because i follow christ i'm just going to give that to the lord and i'm just going to be faithful and i can't worry about what people think. I can't worry about getting praise from the crowds. That can't be my motivation. Now, I think as we truly follow Christ, we will find favor with not only God, but with people. However, if our only goal is to find favor with people, then inevitably we won't be truly walking out our journey with God because God may cause us to do something that may not be something that people praise. However, we have to be obedient to those things. And so overall, number one is we can be encouraged that when we're poor, when we're hungry and when we weep in any area of our lives, we can take this promise that he's saying, hey, you're blessed. You will be fed. The kingdom of God is yours. You know, you will laugh again. And also, if people don't like you because you follow me, don't worry about that. You're blessed and you will be rewarded. And then on the other side, he's saying there may be times when you're rich. There may be times when you're happy, you're fat, you're full, you're laughing. But don't find your identity in that. What sorrow awaits you? And I believe he's warning us when we do get into those moments to give to those who are on the other side of that. So that we're still aligning ourselves with the kingdom of God. And also to not find pleasure in the praise of people but truly follow God and not worry what people think because of that process. So I hope this message encouraged you in some way. And let's just end in prayer. So Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your message. I thank you, Lord, for your promises. And God, I pray for those who identify 
with any of them. Anyone who's poor, hungry, or in weeping. Lord, I pray that you would encourage them right now. And Lord, I pray that you're blessing them right now in Jesus' name. That they won't stay in that season forever. And Lord, I pray that those who have been persecuted for their beliefs and for following you. And I pray that you would comfort them. That you would remind them that they're on the right track. And to not give up. And to not be ashamed of the gospel. And Lord, also, I pray those who are rich, who are happy, who are who are laughing. God, I pray that when we reach those moments where we have everything that we need, that we will seek the needs of others and that we won't find identity in our comfort, but that we will allow ourselves to be uncomfortable to help others get comfort. And so, Lord, I, I pray that that word will really encourage us to just really be people of love, people that look to be generous to others and to not worry about what people think in the process. And so, Lord, we love you and we thank you. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if this is your first time listening or you've been listening for a while and you haven't given your life to Jesus, you know, I just want to encourage you that part of what he's promising in the verses we read is for those who have not yet received salvation. And if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, spiritually, you're poor because he's the only one that can give us eternal life. And so I just encourage you, if you want to have a rich relationship with Christ and to be invested in spiritually, why wait? Why not give your life to Christ and allow yourself to have eternal life? It's a gift. It's free. Nothing you can work for. Nothing you deserve. Nothing we all deserve. Nothing we can get by our own works, but just a free gift from God. And so if that's you and you're ready to receive his eternal life, I just want to help you make that decision. It starts with a prayer and I'm going to lead you in a prayer, but make it in your own words and make it come from your own heart. And so if that's you, just repeat these words after me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for saving me. And Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I need a savior. So Lord, I repent of all my sins of all the times that I know I went apart from what you had planned for me. Lord, I ask for forgiveness. And Lord, I ask that you will help me turn away from those sins and turn away from that path that will lead me further away from you and lead me on a path to eternal life. Thank you for your Holy Spirit to guide me and help me on this journey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer and you meant it with your heart, you know, the Bible says as long as we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord, we will be saved. And so that's all it takes. Repenting of our sins, turning from our sins and asking Jesus to forgive us and to come into our hearts and to lead us. And so congratulations. And I just encourage you to share that with somebody um, that you trust and someone who you know is a believer already and try to find a local church home to get connected so that you have a community to walk this walk out. Don't try to walk it out on your own. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. 
That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.